Well, hey there. It's Tuesday, October 5th. A very happy national do something nice day today, Kelly Collis. Oh boy, I'm going to have to d- dig deep. <laughs> if you need our help to explain how to celebrate, do something nice day. You got bigger problems than not celebrating do something nice day. Does taking my kids to school count? Because they um, can technically walk. Yes, I feel like that does count, right? Because they can walk. So you're okay. in good shape. Way to go, right. Kelly. Check Way it to off. Celebrate. <laughs> Do something nice day today. Live from DC. Broadcasting around the Beltway and beyond, it's Tommy and Kelly made in DC on the Real Fun DC channel and on demand anytime, anywhere you get your podcasts. And I hope you are having a very wonderful, fresh start to the day. You want to talk about your therapy breakthrough? I lit a candle this morning. It's a fresh scent. <laughs> Can't believe it's taken you this long, but it really so has. <laughs> um, so yesterday, after Facebook um, started working again, but really hasn't worked for anybody for the last couple of years because you know, it's a pretty terrible place. Mm, thanks, Wall Street Journal. <laughs> yeah, really. Way to go, Wall Street Journal. Oh my goodness. Speaking of podcasts, you should listen to Kelly. You turned me on to the Wall Street Journal Facebook podcast. I mean, <laughs> it's good. Whatever the equivalent is of, of I couldn't put it down, I couldn't put it down. <laughs> and the Facebook whistleblower lady is going to be on Capitol Hill today. Hashtag Ooh. real fun DC. So there you go. You can like and share that one. Facebook <laughs> whistleblower lady. Okay. <laughs> yeah, the lady who was on 60 Minutes. Yeah, I know. Be in DC. All right, we weren't planning to talk about this, but I did wonder when people come to town and they're about to have like a big congressional testimony who aren't from here, like the whistleblower lady, I wonder where they stay. Like, do they, do they get, do they stay in like the four seasons in a nice place or are they at mm. like, you know, like, does it depend on the issue they're coming in for? I think they, they say they- it like at the Capitol Hilton or it's like something close to Capitol Hill. Right. Cause right. if you stay uptown getting downtown, it's just really can be challenging. Some way that you want to be able to just like walk right across. Mm-hmm. I, it never crossed my mind. I've lived in town since 2006 and I'm like, when these people come for these huge moments, like where do they stay? Maybe they stay at a friend's house. Yeah, that's true. Maybe the Facebook whistleblower lady has a friend here in D.C. I, I, I've got to find out her name, but I will, as you do your thing, I'm like, so we can call her by her name. <laughs> but you I know- imagine, like, if you, ha- if you, like, okay, so us living in D.C., this could happen to us, that someone who you haven't talked to in forever, who was maybe a high school friend, is like, hey, maybe not you because you grew up here, but like me, like someone from Scranton being like, hey, haven't talked to you in a very long time. It was really cool to be on the junior varsity volleyball team with you, um, but hey, I'm coming to Capitol Hill next week. Can I crash at your place? I'd be like, no, you may not. Oh, <laughs> regardless of the issue, I don't want paparazzi hanging out in front of my house. Yes, you do. <laughs> you like the attention. So her name is Frances Hagen, I think it is. Frances Hagen. Yeah. So they're the Facebook whistleblower lady. Thanks so for she now has a name. America, Frances Hagen. <laughs> yes, <laughs> that is true. If you're a friend of mine from high school and you end up staying at my place, I'll be like, I don't know how the people knew you were here. Anyway, <laughs> oh, you got to go. all right so you want to talk about your breakthrough about your 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 past career yeah so yesterday um or the day before we're actually unclear on this date was three years since our radio show was canceled and um as i was uh away on vacation not the loony bin i um was um i mean hypotherapy (laughs) i mean it's not not therapy but i was um going through my phone one of my iphone memories that came up was a photo of um, when the Caps won the Stanley Cup. And uh, this is a photo of my husband and I. 
And when I posted it on the internet, I guess I'm not exactly sure why, because the Caps won after, before our show was canceled, because we actually got to meet the Stanley Cup the day before we got let go. And I was so angry that I posted the photo with a stupid emoji over my hat with the logo of 94.7 Fresh FM, our old station. And I'm sitting there on the beach laughing hysterically at myself for like how stupid of a thing this was to do. And so I posted about it yesterday and I did one of those like long Facebook posts that apparently Facebook likes and everybody was just so great. All of the comments that have come through, I have to go through and read them and respond to every single one individually. But I just wanted to say thank you to, to everybody who took the time and like the comments keep, keep on happening. Um, I just, it was very cool. I didn't really mean to like have like a look at me moment. It was just kind of like a cathartic thing to like post on the internet. And I, I appreciate everyone getting involved. So thank you. The silver lining in all of this is that at least the station is not still fresh, right? Like it completely changed formats. Like, can you imagine if there was still the station and still the same music and the same oh, yeah. people, and then yeah. we weren't a part of that? I yeah. mean, at least we got to be part of something that we got to build, mm -hmm. um, even though it was ripped away from us by a um, white male who had no idea about anything in the DC market. Um, <laughs> Where's the lie? <laughs> um, uh, so, I mean, that's at least there's that. And I, you know what, all my stuff, I don't wear the hat anymore, but the, mm. we got a really nice Under Armour jacket with the logo. Yeah. And it's like waterproof. That does come out every now and again. The jackets we bought for ourselves. Yes. Yeah. Um, I actually, I, I goodwilled that one. I was like, <gasps> Tommy, yeah. no, you didn't. I did because I felt like somebody who needed a jacket, like that would have been, I, I was like, I was in a real bad, angry place. Yeah, and so I, I was like, tell. that jacket would have been like really helpful to somebody who needed a, like a very warm, waterproof, amazing okay. jacket. All right. But that was the whole thing. Like I am sort of at this place now where I like, didn't say the word fresh for three years. <laughs> <laughs> and that was took a lot of like mental gymnastics. Like I went, I went for outside air. I reloaded websites on my computer. Uh, <laughs> I didn't, I didn't use the F word at all. And now I'm at this place of like, wow, what we did in the part, the community that we built in our fresh family and our peeps who all came together, my goodness, it was so amazing. And the fact that I haven't like embraced that or appreciated, I mean, I've, I've appreciated it, but the fact that we haven't, I haven't, like said anything about that or like paid attention to that for three years was really a miss on my part. So that was more of, that was more of the therapy session that I got to. Well, I'm glad that you got there. Yeah. He was also an old white male. You forgot the old word too. Yeah. <laughs> old white male, not from this market made a decision to destroy the station and people's lives for years to come, but good job. <laughs> he no hey. longer works with the company anymore. So yeah. And you know what? We've helped to keep two therapists employed. So there you go. Silver lining oh. to this whole thing. My therapist <laughs> has been chipping away at my issues for a decade now. So <laughs> that was just added to the heap. Oh my gosh. We got a lot to get to this morning too, including uh, Dave Chappelle was in town last night. He like snuck in town and then he did something really cool. And um, he is supporting his alma mater with said cool thing. The, um, very potential, very real potential that Kelly saw the very last time Ryan Zimmerman will be in a Nats uniform. We got to talk about that. Also, um, the Kennedy Center is doing all the things like they're having. You remember Stefan from SNL, like New York's hottest club has everything. The, the Kennedy Center is doing all those things. And um, there is potentially a lot of fiber in a road diet, which is what part of 
um, Virginia is going to be experiencing over the next goodness knows how many months, a road mm. diet. Okay. Yeah. So if you, if you eat road, you'll probably die. So don't do that. It's more of a figurative term. Okay. <laughs> Can't wait to hear all about it. Um, let's get started with the foliage map. Are you excited, Kelly? I know you, I know how much you love this kind of stuff. Um, no, I'm not. And before you get to that, you know why? Why? <laughs> because unlike you who lives in a condo, I live in basic, I'm in DC proper, but I'm very close to the Maryland line. So I have trees, a lot of trees. You know what trees when their leaves drop, what someone has to, you know, clean that up and bag it. Basically starting now through the next six weeks, I am raking leaves every weekend. Do you need to say like, Hey kids, I got a job for you. I have teenagers. Yeah. <laughs> no. Mom, uh, I got a, homework. You should make a TikTok of you, of you, hear me out, make a TikTok of you raking leaves, doing a stupid dance, like in your sports bra and tag your kids and be like, what? <laughs> Either you rake the leaves or I'll post these every weekend. <laughs> <laughs> I think you'll solve that problem in 15 minutes. <laughs> okay. All right. Thanks for the creative solution. But anyways, Welcome. yes, the leaves, the leaves are beautiful. And I guess a lot of people are excited about it, but if you're raking them, it's a pain in the butt. So um, Smoky Mountain, um, Smoky Mountain is the website. Uh, they do this every year. They show the foliage map. And so here we are on the 15th with the Mid-Atlantic um, getting in that minimal stage, Kelly. So you've got very far to go. And then by the 11th, it gets a little bit more red-brown. West Virginia is in peak. And then really by the week of the 18th is when Maryland, Virginia, D.C. going to be in that peak bloom portion. Very nice. Yeah. Very nice. Well, I'm heading to New England this weekend, so I'll get, I'll get to see a little bit of it. Oh, you'll have a little extra. And then by yeah. the uh, November 1st, it's over, boo. I love that the tip of Florida just hangs in there. It's, uh, <laughs> I mean, it's kind of Florida's thing. It right. whatever what it wants do. on any timeline <laughs> that it wants, especially the tip of Florida. Yeah. Oh, that's exciting. Sign of fall. Grab your pumpkin latte. Go see some leaves. Yeah. Yep. Um, let's, uh, keep on rolling on through. Just wanted to note, uh, the Supreme court said that DC that shouldn't be a state. So there's that. I saw that article in Washingtonian. Well, they really said that there is an inequity with people who are, um, in DC who don't have a vote in Congress who pay more in taxes per capita than any other place, but they're like, not our clowns, not our circus Congress, figure mm. that out. So. Well, maybe when you misspend $80 million in low income housing, you shouldn't have statehood. Uh, yeah, that's not great either. No, those headlines are horrific. Yes. Um. So hopefully, uh, we will get some answers to what all happened there, because that is real, but not fun. At <laughs> no, all. it is not. It is not. Yeah. So things have been weird the last eighteen months. So DC is included in that. Oh yeah, yeah. Especially if you're like talking about building affordable housing a lot, and then mm -hmm. that happens. Yeah. Mm, not a great look. <laughs> Well, maybe you should figure out where the $82 million went. <laughs> Although I don't think that like improper budgeting and misuse of funds should let you not be a state because in that case, I got like a dozen more states we should probably kick out of the union. <laughs> is all. I know, but I think it's one of those things that when you're already in, it's harder to get out. That is true. Um, and Andrew, <laughs> Andrew Bojan on the Washington Post, uh, Washingtonian wrote that article, but he linked to an article from the archives, maybe you've heard of it, the National Archives, where it talks about how West Virginia used to be part of regular old Virginia, Kentucky was part of Tennessee, and Maine used to be part of Massachusetts. Yeah. 
Just it, fun fact. New England should just be one big state. <laughs> just lump them all together. That would certainly condense things. <laughs> yes. So there's that. Um, but let's talk about something fun. So the Kennedy Center on Saturday, I, I don't even know how to begin to describe this. They've got a art exhibit called We Are All Connected, which um, the artist in residence Mo Willem is making on the reach, that outside area um, of the Kennedy Center that you've seen that's been really great during you know the last couple months and year because you were able to go outside and hang out and see art and all the things. So um, they uh, are doing this whole connected thing, but they're just they're really doing a lot of things with it. So Mo Willem explains all the things that are happening when they're doing the things for the art exhibit this weekend. 240 community members who work in the arts, in food, justice, learning, medicine, wellness, will join me and co-host Helen Hayes winner, Erica Rose, as we assemble this giant floor mural. Jacqueline Woodson, the next education artist in residence will be there as well. There'll be music by the onstage jazz trio, the No BS Brass Band, there'll be art making stations for you, a giant inflatable pigeon. A giant inflatable pigeon too. It so has cute. everything. Yeah, you know what? Talk about being lucky. The Kennedy Center just eked that opening mm -hmm. literally, I think, weeks before. I mean, it was the fall before in 2019 it opened up. It was I seconds before. It was I mean, that yes. space. So I'm glad that they're taking use of that space and having stuff for the kids to be part of, which is awesome. That'll be on Saturday. They're building this big connected and then they build it and then they can play in it. But I just love that. He was like people who work in this and that and the other thing and the other thing and the other thing. And then this other thing. We got another thing and there's nothing and a pigeon. <laughs> it is the center for the arts. <laughs> totally. And he actually continued to say other things. And I'm like, Mo. We got to We got to move on, buddy. <laughs> there's excited. a lot of things there. You should be aware of just, just so you all know. We got that going on. Also, yesterday, um, we found out that Virginia um, between like Mount Vernon and D.C. on the GW Parkway is going to be going through a road diet. What does that even mean? Like so um, GW Parkway, kind of a poop show once you get beyond Alexandria. And um, there's like no medians and there's not a lot of turn. There's no turn lanes and there's no things. That's why mm -hmm. I thought they were going to like roadify this area. But no, they're going on a road diet where they're actually going to shrink the road and add in some turning lanes and such. But that means if you drive on the GW Parkway for the next question mark time, you're going to get delayed for the next question mark time. So enjoy your road diet, Virginia. The traffic is just, and people just, it's not helpful because we're so used to not having traffic. And now that traffic is kind of back, people are just a little angry. Yeah, a little bit, a little angry about the yes. traffic. I th When I thought you said road diet, I thought it was something like we were going to be foraging for like mushrooms and things <laughs> growing in, in the, because there's a lot of green space on the GW Parkway. That's true. They want you to just pull off to the side of the road and grab some <laughs> acorns and boil them up for your family. No, yeah, don't do that. It, just, it was a funny term that struck me. Like they, they have all these transportation terms of like restructuring and like fiddle, whittling down, like all the things that they say for roads, but road diet is a brand new one. That's it's a much nicer way to say than road construction that's going to cause delays. That's true, but like, what if you follow the road diet? And once you get off the road diet, you gain the lanes back. <laughs> mm, good point. I think it's an important question we should be asking. What's the uh, maintenance plan? The proposed maintenance plan on the back of the road diet? Yeah, that's true. Um, we got a comment from uh, Kelly Boucher. Road diet. They are reaching. <laughs> <laughs> I like the creative use of words. Mm -hmm. 
Last night, Dave Chappelle snuck into town. So he has a brand new Netflix special that premiered last night. And he um, had a premiere for it at the Angelica pop-up in Northeast by Union Market, which is not the place you would think there would be like a premiere for potentially Dave Chappelle's last Netflix show. And he did it as um, a fundraiser for his alma mater of Duke Ellington School for the Arts. Super awesome. And he was saying to um, uh, my colleague at at Channel 4, Darcy Spencer, got the only interview with him. And she was the only one inside who was the media. And she talked to him afterwards. And he was saying how after Duke Ellington, that was the only formal education Dave Chappelle has. Um, After that moment, he went into the real world. And he's like, because of that and the things I learned, I've been able to do what I did, which is really cool. Um, and so he's helping to raise money for, um, you know, a, a project in his name at Duke Ellington. And he gave a little preview, but also gave nothing away because he's the master of his new special. So get whatever you want out of it. If you want to be offensive, I got something for you. And if you want to be happy and laugh and have levity, you can look at it like that, too. There you go. Hmm. <laughs> that's, he's like, that's all I'll say. Go watch it. Like, yeah, gotta, well, you know what? I'm that. in. I'm yeah, in. Totally. He does a great job, I think, too. Um, I was chat. I chatted with the com- the comedian preacher Lawson, who was on AGT, and he was talking about Dave Chappelle, and he's like, Chappelle will have a s- opinion. He'll have like a-, a point of view about something, and he'll like walk you down that road. But then he also talks about like how his side of things is a little screwed up too, and that's why I think he's so like, you're like makes you laugh, and then you're like, oh, oh, <laughs> oh, <laughs> okay. He's so very just- self aware. Yeah, I love the self. Yes. Yeah. Precisely. Self-aware. And I just love that. um, I love his perspective on stuff too. It's always brilliant. It's good stuff. We'll add it to the queue. Mm -hmm. So I had my breakdown at the beginning of the show with the fresh word. Um, How did you handle seeing Zimmerman potentially for the last time in a uniform on the field of Nats Park when you went to the uh, final game of the season? Let me set the stage for Sunday, which was the home closer. First off, the Collis household had a very, very jam-packed weekend. My son took the SAT. My daughter had her driver's uh, permit uh, test. We had homecoming for both the kids, football games. They have a lot of homework. They're in high school. So when Sunday rolled around and I was like, we're going to the home closer, the energy level wasn't where I wanted it to be. Now, of course, the Nats had a horrible season, but I said, we're going because it's one, a beautiful day. Two, we have tickets. Three, we could knock the Red Sox out of the playoffs, which we did not, unfortunately. But most importantly, we had to be there for Zimmerman. Did you also roll out the, because I said so, get in the car? (laughs) No, they were actually pretty good. We got up early. We got some stuff done before we went to the game. And I didn't know how emotional I would be. First off, I was very impressed. Nats fans came out in full, full, because you don't know what to expect at the end of a terrible season. But they were there. They were there and they drowned the few Red Sox fans that were not there. Every time. Every time Zimmerman got up to the plate, you didn't know if it was going to be the last one. He was in the the opening lineup, which he isn't always. And every time he was up at the plate, standing ovation from everybody, Red Sox fans, players with the other team. And then when they did finally pull him in the eighth, he came out and he, you know, sort of did this ovation out in the field. The fans were going nuts, of course. The Red Sox came out of their dugout and lined up and st- stood and clapped for him. He, you know, waved up to his wife and his three kids who were in the stands. Um, he did get a little emotional. He kept on like 
doing such like the guy wipe thing. Like he was wiping his, yeah. his elbow, <laughs> the tears away, but clearly he was pretty emotional. Um, but I love that he came out and did that with the fans and, and it, it was just great. He didn't have a great game. And I mean, the Nats ended up losing, but it, it, it was just more symbolic than anything else mm-hmm. of his commitment and his longevity with the team um, and just being Mr. National. And being able to honor him. And I cried like a baby. Follow-up question. Yeah. I <laughs> yes. I cried like a baby. Um, even my husband got a little teary-eyed. It was just, you know, he's had an incredible career. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure this is not the last we're going to see of him in the D.C. area. Maybe not even with the team. I think he'll have a role. Yeah. If he doesn't come back as a player somehow. Uh, but it was it was great. And I'm so glad I went. I really am um, glad. But here's the good news, too, with the Nats. It doesn't end here. It doesn't end here. So Zimmerman, of course, we don't know what he's going to do. I don't think he's going to go away. He lives here in D.C. But Juan Soto, our boy, is up for MVP of the National League. And he has a really good chance of actually getting it. Um, So the vote's closed today. Uh, So there's a big push for all of his stats and all the things. He's up against uh, two other players, one of them being Harper. Um, and uh, we'll find out after at the end of the season if if he makes it. That's so crazy that the ballot closes like today or tomorrow, and then you have to wait. You have to wait. All I, that time. I know. Well, tonight, you know, kicks off the wild card game, mm-hmm. Red Sox Yankees game, and then tomorrow, um, Dodgers Cardinals. Um, so it's kind of that focus. The MLB is not going to focus on that, and to make that announcement, then it would kind of get drowned out of you know. Just wait till everything's over. But it's October, exciting. October super long when you ain't playing. That's for sure. <laughs> yes. Yes. Totally. And if you're counting April 4th, his <laughs> opening day in 2022. And I did do a little math. It's about 180 days away. Oh, perfect. Yeah. So it's going to be a long winter. It's half a year. <laughs> Six about, yeah. 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 It's okay. Well, uh, we have spring training in February. Day. Oh, right. Cause that'll happen. Uh, yeah. In like March, February. 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 My goodness. Look at that. You're almost there. It's it's like what? Like three <laughs> weekends from now is gonna be spring training. Something like that. Also, um October is very long. <laughs> <laughs> it is true. It feels very long this year. Well, Kel, um, if you want to go back through, you can listen to our 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 show where I believe I said at the beginning of the season having opening day on April Fool's Day was a was a bad idea. So well, but it wasn't didn't happen. Because of COVID. It was scheduled to start. That's Remember right. It? it was scheduled to start. Right, 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 right. Okay. See, I should go back and listen to the record as well. Because <laughs> I said that. And then COVID happened. Gosh, I forget about all the things that were canceled. I Yeah, it's hard to keep track. <laughs> mm-hmm. But the good news is, in theory, COVID's not going to stop Mo Willems' inflatable pigeon. So we got that going for us. I hope that thing is tethered down really well. I'm sure there's a sandbag attached to the okay. giant inflatable pigeon. Because <laughs> that would be traumatic. It was like flew over into the Potomac. I don't think I don't think that has a uh, airspace clearance. <laughs> that that pigeon would not be in the air for very long. No. <laughs> All right, let's not think about that. That's terrible. Can't imagine why you. What? Because it's it's a pigeon. It's inflatable. What are you talking about? It's hard for it to fly. Okay. And it would have sandbags on it. What What did you mean? I don't. Nothing, nothing. I'm keeping it. I got to be kind and be positive today. Perfect. A five-star show, Kelly. Nice job. I feel like if if you're listening or watching, you should just go ahead and give us five stars and subscribe and follow the podcast, even if you feel like we didn't deserve it. Because you know what? It's Be Nice People Day or whatever the hell I said at the top of the show. (laughs)
Yes. Thank you. We'll see you next time.